Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Wrong End of the Stick podcast for episode 70-70 with me, Zach Eaton, and skipper Jonathan Nimmo. How I'm surprised are you that we've got to episode 70. <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Each one going. is more and more of a surprise. It's, <laughs> it's amazing, but we've got some exciting stuff to talk about. We've got records being broken, we've got the ashes, we've got all sorts of fun things, and we've even got a little bit of Ask the Umpire today, so um, jam-packed, but, um, yes. Remember the name of the features, I know we haven't done it for a while, but you know, yes. I remember it. Yes, I will, <laughs> maybe edit that out, and... Oh God, uh, if, if we had an entirely that. competent episode, people wouldn't believe it, so you know, there's no, no sense in doing that, is there, you know? That's madness. That's madness um, well thought out and planned today, thanks to this well, a little bit, a little bit planned. Well, less, less planned and more just... I've thought of a few things we can talk about. That, that's pretty much it, really. You know, it's, 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 to say planned, I think would suggest a little bit more than, than we've actually Thank done. You. But that's all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <coughs> can we dive straight into the Ashes squad? Because obviously we are very much English cricket fans, as if people hadn't guessed that already. Mm-hmm. And this week we have had England's touring Ashes squad announced. Yes. We've had a 17-man party um, announced for it. Um, Ten of them have never toured Australia before. Um, There's some big names missing for various reasons. Um, But what I thought we could do is go through each each of the players that have been announced that are in the squad, Mm -hmm. maybe give them a little ranking out of 10 between us um, and who we think is going to do well, who's not going to do so well, who we've got hopes for, who we haven't, and then give a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a run through of the squad. I mean, we will do a full on, like full Ashes preview episode at some point further down the line, but this is a kind Mm -hmm. of bit of a a preview of that and and a, a few, I suppose before we dive into that, we should probably mention the names that are not there. So there's sort of two obvious names yep. that are not there are Ben Stokes and Joffre Archer. Yep. And they're the, they're the two that England probably need 
needed to be there and fit and healthy and firing in order to stand a chance. But maybe that's going too far into what, what we're saying. But, um, you know, I think Ben Stokes obviously had his break from cricket and he's now having an operation as well, which pretty much rules him out anyway. So I mm. think one way or the other, he was never going to be going. Um, and Jofra Archer again, yeah, unfortunately injured and still not fit. I think with that sort of recurring elbow problem that he's got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's a severe blow. I mean, you've got the well. I don't know if he's he's obviously on a hiatus, but formerly the world number one all rounder, and you know, England's kind of uh, ace in the hole wild card pace bowler, and in Australia they were both two different terms, weren't they? Ace in the hole wild card. <laughs> yeah. He's not a wild card at all. He's not, but he's, yeah, he's just... He's, he, well, to be honest, he is, and and it's arguable, but he's probably up there in the conversation with the best player in the world. Certainly <laughs> for me, probably, and I don't think there's much to be, I think he's the best all-rounder in the world, and that would be, he's probably the best player in the world. I think he walks into any other team. I think he would walk into that Australia team. <laughs> and there's not many English players that you would say that about, to be honest. We're talking about so, Archer, or we're talking about no, Stokes? I, I, Stokes. Oh, yeah, Stokes, Stokes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Archer, I think everyone's looking forward to Archer because Archer was very much what England need in Australia. He's a pure, fast, yeah. actual, yeah. proper pace that England have lacked. They've been criticised for their attacks going there and not being quick because that's what you need to win in Australia. We'll go through the squad in a minute, but that's what England are pretty much ending up going with, <laughs> is mm. a swing bowling attack. It's not necessarily. It's not going. It's not the right yeah. conditions, is it? We know. <laughs> yeah. We know that it's not. You know, it's great when it works over here, but we know that that's not what we need to be armed with. Yeah. Um, you know, in that subcontinent. So, would I mean? Look, should we have a look at the team and, let's go and through the see. actual players who are in it there? So let's start out, and then we're going <laughs> to agree between us what what. Ratings we think we should they should get. So first up, Jimmy Anderson. Well, what can you say about it? He obviously is, um, you know, highest wicket, uh, fast bowler, uh, you know, um, wicket taker of all time. Um, you know, he's got a thousand first class wickets now, um, but he is also thirty nine, I think thirty eight, thirty nine, I think he is, um, mm-hmm. and. Has also not necessarily enjoyed a huge amount of success, success in Australia previously. So um, I think there will be a day-night match, though. And I think the day-night match where they're using the pink ball that's notoriously for swinging a lot, I think you have him in your squad for that game, if if not much else. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, it's yeah. a 7.5, isn't it? I think. And, it, and, it, and that's because it's overseas that... Yeah, I think lose a point and a half. It's it's much higher, but yeah, 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 that seems like fair. I'd I'd probably nudge to seven because I just I'm not convinced. But he's Mm. still he's still got skills with the ball, and as I say, he's very good. It's in the right condition. He's very good. It's just not going to find those conditions Mm. in Australia. Yeah. Right. Next up, I'm going in alphabetical order here. If we couldn't tell, Uh, Johnny Bairstow. So Johnny Bairstow. So he's. Generally speaking, has not been wicketkeeper for the last little while. Well, um, um, so he's kind of lost his spot on that one, but has still been picked for um, 
you know, for his batting abilities. So, uh, you know, Josh Butler's kind of stolen his gloves, so to speak, but still mm-hmm. left for the batting. Had a reasonable summer. Not amazing, but a reasonable summer, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he certainly found himself in very early with Joe Root a lot of times over the summer um, against India. And, yeah, um, what's your thoughts on? Well, I mean, I think some of the uh, test matches I've seen him over the past couple of years, it's, it's I don't know if it's been a bit lacklustre. And I know there's been little bouts of injury and little bouts of kind of being out of form. But, I mean, there's nothing that's been you know, kind of really outstanding has there from Bairstow for, I mean, it's been a hot minute since we've seen, you know, him kind of getting those centuries and... Yeah, and yeah he's got previous, he got, he got century in Australia before, um, yeah. in, in Perth, I think, so he's he's got four, he's got, you know, previous in Australia, but yeah, it's not, it's not inspiring, I don't see him batting England to victory, to be honest. Um mm. He'll no. be there to contribute. He'll probably average, you know, 30-odd and do okay. But, I don't know, it's a solid five for me. I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah, next definitely up, middle. Next up is Don Bess. So, sort of young spinner. Um, <clears throat> not had huge amounts of um, opportunities over the last sort of couple of years. Um, moved to Yorkshire domestically this year and has been playing... Um, you know, been doing well there. Got seven for 43 in a domestic game, which is pretty damn good. Mm. Um, best Yorkshire spinner figures for a long time. Um, but he's a spinner in Australia, and he's probably going to have minimal impact, I would suggest. Um, for me, spin is, is massively an area where he's lacking. Absolutely. Um, mm. And I don't see him having a major impact in Australia. It's difficult. I think. Did we see him in the um, the Pakistan series? Is that where he was? Okay, you mean the India one? The Pakistan one was cancelled. Um, no, no, the one. Uh, oh, the one. The games out. Um, I'm trying to think when his last test was. I'm not sure. When I am trying there. to think as well, but I, I haven't seen that much of him, um, and I definitely haven't seen him in international kind of. Uh, Matches where the where the pitches are a bit drier, but I wonder if that kind of works in his favour. And I, I mean, you know, spin's never been something that is is really again like outstanding and something that we are missing in the England squad. I don't think any of the spinners there are doing well. Was it Jack Leach as well and and Don Bess? I think I I don't know. Uh, I can't say what well, I can't remember really anything any memorable performances from Don Bess. I know he's he's I know there was a lot of appeals <laughs> in some games, but yeah, I don't know how many have fallen from him, um, how many LBs he's got, but yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah, not, not making too many noises. A, a two for me. Yeah, I'd probably I say. Not have any sort of impact, really. <clears throat> I'd say um, like two, three. I reckon, just because he's young and I, I, I'm hopeful that he brings I'm something hopeful. to it. He's got potential, but I just don't think this is his series for him. Mm. Um, right, very much not young or full of potential, but um, 
elder, elder statesman of of the team, and I say this, I think he's still younger than me, which is depressing. But um, Stuart Broad, um, obviously been there, seen it all, done it all, mm. had some phenomenal performances in his time. On, on his day, it's absolutely unplayable. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of injuries lately, and so we've not seen a lot of him. But he is going to be, you know, he's important to have there, and I think he brings the aggression that you kind of need in an Ashes series. Yes. But yes. What's the <clears throat> like going to be like? I've no idea. Um, but I think yeah. I'd, I'd be I'd be more inclined to put, um, you know, a quid on Stuart Broad over Jimmy overseas and, and in the ashes mm. I think yeah. with that with that kind of aggression that he has and I think just a bit more kind of a bit more pace a few more bounces a bit more kind of yeah I, I for me I, I would give I would give Broad probably an eight because he's I think he is probably likely to retire before <laughs> before uh, Jimmy in my eyes I think this will might well be Broad's last kind of ashes as opposed to Jimmy who might well be around. I mean, I, I, I could see it being both of their last ones. I mean, the ideal ultimate ending, isn't it, is the fifth test the series is tied to a piece and those two take like 20 wickets between them. Oh, yeah. Both walk off with a 10 for and uh, all announce their retirement straight afterwards. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the ultimate fairytale ending that is absolutely never going to um, never going to yeah. happen. So, um yeah, I, I, I'm i not expecting masses from him, just be, purely because he's been so lacking in play. I don't know. I'll give him a six. I think he'll take some wickets in the games wow. he plays. I don't think he'll take a huge amount. And I'm thinking there's anything, I think we've been too generous with what we said for Jimmy Anderson early on, but there you go. Yeah, um, I'd put him on par with Jimmy, I'd mm. say. I think the pair of them, I think... Okay, I'll give him both a six then. From, from yeah, fair enough, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that combo in Australia. Yeah. I know, yeah. yeah, it's not it's not their conditions, but I I hope that they can bounce off each other and just be a really like really dramatic attack. I know we're missing Archer and but we we have got some other kind of pace elements as there that we'll get to. But yeah, I'd, I'd match them. I'd I'd have those two as yeah. a par. Okay, hopeful, hopeful. Next one, we're back, we're back to the batters. Uh, Rory Burns. So Rory hey. Burns, he's he's been he's been. So solidly in England's opening partnership for a while now. Um, he's done all right. He's, he, the thing is, he doesn't really set the world alight, but he doesn't, you know, for an opener, yes, he has some failures, but every opener will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, for me, he's, I, I don't see who else England are going to open with. However, I also see that he's going to be part of a top order that's probably going to fail more often than it succeeds. But mm. yeah, I don't know. He used to really annoy you with his his, his sort of technique and style, didn't he? Looks a bit it, like it, a pirate. It, it, yeah, well, no, it's 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 not as his technique is very swashbuckling. I like that. I do like that. But it was the uh, it's the real chin over the shoulder and the real like really straight back and like kind of already triggered um, yeah. kind of pose. It, it looked like a Picasso at times when you you know when you're looking down the camera, but for me, like out of the names that we've got here, I think I think this is Burns' time. I think we've seen him put out some wicked performances for England and really show like some grit, maybe not <clears throat> to the levels that we've seen other players and um 
know, kind of other legends. But I think this is this Ashes is his time to to really shine. I think he's got that potential there to to really dazzle dazzle us with some, uh, you know, with some with some good innings. So I'm I'm hoping. So I'm going to give him like a, an eight from me. An eight. Wow. An eight. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got hope. I was giving him a six again. I think I think it'd be good. I think it'd be solid, but I don't think it'd be spectacular. I don't think he's going to win any games for England. Um, I don't think he's going to be the player that goes off and wins them. Yeah. Remember, I said this, everyone, because I reckon he's going to give Sam Smith a run for his money in some of these games. Steve Smith, not Sam. Sam Smith Steve is going to sing oh, yeah. songs at the same Steve time. Smith, but, um, Steve Smith. <laughs> I mean, I'd love them to be playing. Um, Sam Smith instead of Steve Smith, but uh, there you go. Uh, England might sound more of a chance at that point. <laughs> um, right, Josh Butler, so vice captain, um, uh, but never toured Australia. Um, interestingly, despite the fact he's been around a long, long while, but um, not not had a lot of success with the bat. Um, I mean, didn't doesn't play a lot of red ball cricket outside of the Test team. Um, and yeah, then had some time off because uh, his wife gave birth, so not being around a huge amount. Um, he's always he's always that player that I, I always feel that has that potential to mm. be a perfect wicketkeeper batsman for England. That counter-attacking, really aggressive, a bit like Adam Gilchrist used to be for Australia. He's going to come in, and you're always going to like fear him because of what he can do with the ball. Mm. But more often than not, he ends up not doing that, and that's I don't know. That's what we need to we need to get him into form and. Mm. Sometimes when he comes in, I mean, a lot of the times England's top order isn't stable enough, and, and he ends up coming in far, far before he has any chance to do that. But he's got the ability. He has shown previously he's got the ability to sort of grind out results and then start to to let his let his shots go a little bit later on. But um, I don't know. Um, he's he's certainly got the ability. It's just whether mm. he can find that form in Australia. I hope so. As I said, we've never seen him touring there, so it'll be yeah. really good to, to see. <laughs> If he thrives on that kind of hostile atmosphere, some players do. Some people really players really, like, you know, thrive on that and and, and excel in those conditions. So, mm. yeah, uh, I think he's I think he's good behind the stumps. I think he's he's quick with his hands, and mm. yeah. I think that's that's really for me what this is about in terms of who we've got in, in, in the squad with the gloves. And I think you know you can always rely on on um, Josh Butler to to perform there. And I think, yeah, I think he will be fine under the aggression. It, it is the form in the batting that I think might be, you know, whether or not he he sort of delivers everywhere else. And hopefully he does. And I think, yeah, we've always admired that kind of, I think that's how we wish we could bat when, when just Butler's on a good day. You know, that really kind of, you know, reverse sweeping, you know, kind of smacking it about, you know, really kind of fearless at the crease. And, the, yeah, the player I, I wish I could be is coming up in a couple of players' time, but there we are. We'll talk more about that when I get there. It's the player you wish you could be. I um I want to be oh, okay. that 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 grinding out results, blocking people into submission kind of player. That's my ultimate aim. Come um, the wall and just yeah. That's, that's <laughs> he's he's definitely the player all the kids want to be on the playground. Yeah, I hope yeah. I hope he does well. Um, I hope he does well. I'd, I'd give him a seven. I'd, I'd, I'd nudge him above the the others so far. Yeah. I think I'd agree. I think seven's a good shout for Jeff. Okay, Zach Crawley, your namesake who can't spell his name properly, as you say. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, very much got potential. One of those sort of top order batsmen. Um, 
burst onto the scene with massive score uh, last year. So, yeah, yeah, that was only last year, wasn't it? Um, and I think there's, I think there's masses of potential there, but he's just got to find his form and find it consistently. Uh, so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think I forget that game where he got that big score. He got like one hundred and odd, and you know, absolutely smashed it. But mm. I don't know. I, I think he's made a few silly mistakes in some games since then. He has, yeah, that is true. Um, and it's always the way with cricket that you see like this kind of potential come up, and if that pressure, and you know, it's the Ashes. There is a lot of pressure. Um. Probably one of the most intense, you know, series that on on the international mm. kind of yeah. stage, really. And um, he is quite young, and I wonder. I, I think I think he's got loads of talent and loads of potential, and you know, people are like, yeah, like he's in there, big tall batsman, like coming out swinging, good, good, like all round sort of game. But is is that pressure going to get to him because he's relatively young and this will be his first ashes that that's the thing that i i find it difficult about. To, to score this one because i think yeah. he's either gonna come out with a one or an eight so <laughs> i think he's either gonna have a really terrible series where he scores basically nothing and probably gets dropped or he's gonna be a really solid player come back a hero. Top, the top yeah. of the or, top of the order and is gonna have a phenomenal series and i don't think there's much in between mm. um if I'm honest, I think he's probably more likely to get the one than the eight, but that's that's kind of where I see it. I think he's either going to do really well or really badly. I don't. There's going to be much in between ground for him. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to give him a score? Or should we leave <sighs> it big? We can leave it. <sighs> I'm going to say I'm going to give him a four. <laughs> Go with the average. Yep, that sounds fair. Give him a four. Okay, next up is 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 my uh, hero, the baby boycott, uh, Hasib Hamid. Um, he's not really, um, but he's he's been, we've championed on this podcast for a, for a long time, and he's this one that he got he got injured, didn't he? And he got injured. He his... on to like nineteen. He was touring India and had a phenomenal series. Got yes. injured, then just never found his form. Had to move counties and stuff, and then we were talking about him potentially coming back towards England and then England picked him the, like the next day and I was like that's insane and also too soon but he's come on and he's done he's done alright he's had some failures and he's had some successes ish a bit like Rory Burns he's got like a few 50s and 60s but nothing amazing but you know he's starting to show signs that that potential that he had is is there and it's a question of what's that going to what's he going to do but he's done it in India which is Probably, arguably, yeah. as as equally as a hostile environment. So <clears> if he can take that kind of form to Australia, yeah, it's definite, definite potential there. Again, I'd probably go with a four. Yeah. I haven't seen much of him. I know you've been keeping track of, mm. as always, coined him as someone that should be in the team as well. So, pinned him. So, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, next one we probably won't spend too much time on. He's probably not going to make the team. But Dan Lawrence, um, he is likely there as a squad player. He's a batsman. He's young. Um, and Alistair Cook is a big fan of him. Um, you know, apparently his temperament is very good. I've not seen much of him play, to be honest with you. Um, played a little bit and then got dropped over the summer. Um, 
you know, made an unbeaten 81, did, did, did pretty well, did, did well in the series against New Zealand. But yeah, um, it's going to be too soon for him. So I don't think, I don't think mm. he will have an impact because I don't think he'll get the chance. So I'd give, I'd give him a, yeah, a two, but based on, mostly based on the fact that he just won't get the opportunity this time around. Next mm. time will be his series. Uh, Jack Leach. Oh, famous Jack Leach, the most impressive one not out ever. Um, in the Ben Stokes' <laughs> Headingley <laughs> miracle in the last time the Ashes were around. Um, I, again, much the same as Don Bess. I think it's going to be like a two or a three for me. It's, yeah. it's, it's not quite because it's spinners and <clears throat> you have to be a world-class spinner to make a, a impact in Australia and I don't think he's there. I think he's probably yep. the best thing they've got, but not that's not enough. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Uh, David Milan, who is yes. back, back in the team and doing pretty well in the uh, so he came in as number three, um, making some making some big scores domestically and yeah, so back back in the team again. He's not had a huge amount of um, opportunities in the Test team since he's come back into it, but um, you know he's doing he's doing well. And again, he's one that has previous in Australia. He got 140. In Perth against Australia previously, although that was a long time ago now. So, you know, he's got he's got some potential. Um, I still think he's going to be part of that top order that collapses more often than it succeeds, though. Personally, mm. okay, good player. What but did you score him? Four. Four. Yeah. What did I give Rory Burns? I can't remember. Um, this is not good. I should be writing these down. I've done I've done nothing of this all. Well, I, don't, I gave Rory an eight. I think you said it. Six or seven? Oh, I'll give him a six. Yeah, I think Burns will do better than Milan. Yeah, so. but four. I'd say, I'd say I would put Milan above five. kind of Crawley and and Bairstow and No, I think yeah, Bairstow will do better than Milan. Okay. Bairstow will solidly there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Craig Overton. Craig Overton. Um... So, yes, he has played some Ashes tests, but it's never ended terribly well for him. Um, but he's 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 tall and he's quick. And although we've not seen it produce amazing things. Or he's, pre- he's pretty yeah. rigid. Hmm? He's pretty stiff, isn't he, though? He is, yeah. He's, he's he pretty is. rigid. I don't know. I, I, I mean, he, sometimes I, I watch him and I think he plays like, you know, a science teacher. Who's who's subbing in for the PE teacher that's not in? Do you know what I mean? Like I do know I'm just like, come on, like where's your, you know, barely any trigger and just very, I don't know, just like, yeah, yeah, not not he's, my he's kind of style as well. And he, he is. is he is he is all right. I don't know. He's again, is is he's somebody that if England had, you know, Archer and people that were definitely going to be fit. He's not going to get near the, the team, yeah. but he's somebody that if you do bring him in, I think he's going to do all right. Mm. So I don't know. I give him a four as well. Yeah, I go with that. Ollie Pope. Ollie Pope. Um, ben Stokes point two point zero. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, um, I, li- I like I, Ollie Pope. I, I like him. Potential. I don't. I don't think he's fulfilled it yet. I think he's scored some big scores. And I think there's flashes of it. He just needs to get it there consistently. Um, but I definitely think there's potential there. And I think he's probably a six for me. I think he's got potential to have a bit of a breakout tour where he yeah. actually, you know, 
Yeah. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the other Ollie, Ollie Robinson. Um, it's again new, fairly new to the team. Um, but a quick bowler. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hopeful. Again, mm. hoping he's put all of that. You know, he had all the issues with the tweets that we talked about in a previous episode and stuff. But, you know, he looked good other than that. And I think he's, again, he's got the potential. And I think, again, on Australian pitches, in Australian conditions where you need pace, he's as good as we've got at this point, which is probably a bit of a concern. But mm. I don't know. Four. I'm just giving fours to everyone now. Yeah. I forgot I, I, what our scale was looking at, but yeah, I've given fours yeah, to Yeah, I, I haven't seen too much of Ollie Robinson, so I'd... I'd be inclined to agree, agree with you. I've probably got more of an opinion on the last two that we've got coming up. So, um, well, before we get, to, yeah, before we get to those two, we have Joe Root. Yes, don't forget, don't forget him. Get a skipper, yeah. He's the only nine in my team because uh, he is. Well, probably I think he's nine. Give him a ten. How do you give? How do you not? If England win, the only way England have to win any of those five tests is if Joe Root carries on the form that he showed over the summer. Mm. England have no other route to victory than Joe Root getting into that form and just batting forever. Yep. I don't. I don't see. And even if he does, we might not. We still might not win. But I, that's the only way I see us winning anything is if Joe Root is there. So in terms of potential impact players for England, he's he's top of the all. Okay. And he's also, for me, is there a better batsman in the world than him at this point? Right now, in terms of form and everything else, into into, I, I think you struggle. Fantastic. If you're if you're picking this England team right now, and overnight last night, Steve Smith um, discovered he's got an English passport, and you can pick him or Joe Root. Who do you pick? Ah, oh, stop it! I'm not it, doing this. It's really close, isn't it? That's the thing. It's though. ridiculously it's, it's close. Not, it's yeah. not an obvious. Oh well, I definitely have to use Smith. I'd be like, I don't know who I'd pick, and that's yeah. And therefore, I think that that's that's where we're at. Joe Root has to has to be in amazing form. So there you are. That's why I'm I'm giving him a ten. There you go. I'll, I'll go. For, I'll go for a nine. But yeah. Right. Last two bowlers. Um, and I think Chris Wokes. Chris Wokes, to start with. Um, I find this really tough because I really like Chris Wokes. And I think um, I, I think in English conditions, again, he's a brilliant player. I think he's a fantastic all-rounder because he can bat. And I've seen him yep. bat really well. I've talked yep. about it on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the right conditions, he's a great bowler. You know, he gets it moving and he can, and that's really good. But that's not what happens in Australia. And England are taking a player to Australia that's unlikely to succeed there. Um, and I feel bad for him. But he will go and he will, you know, give it everything he's got. But I'm just not convinced. You know, he's. Five. I'm not, not convinced he's going to do do anything. I'll give him a four. A four? Yeah. It breaks a four? Yeah. I just wow. don't, think it, don't think he's... Yeah. In Australia, wow. though, that's it. This, uh, this series is going to be brutal for England. It's going to be... I, I, I'm expecting nothing other than a 5-0 to Australia at this point. Come on, if England are to avoid a 5-0, as well as Root doing working wonders, the next man is has to play and play well, and it's Mark Wood. Hmm. 
And I think I, I like Mark Woods. He's he's just accurate. He's quick. He's yeah, just it's exactly what England need. Yeah. If we can keep him fit. Yeah. What, what England ideally needed was him and Joffrey Archer because that would actually scare yes. the Australian batsman. Because yeah. there, there are two extremely quick. Just an absolute cannon and a sniper yeah. on yeah. either end of, on you know, either run up. That's that you would be rattled because Mark Wood is dangerous. Like yeah. I like the way he bowls. My my, my slight concern is <clears> you don't have anyone that's going to back him up, and bowling very much works in pairs. If you've got him, who's really looking dangerous on one end of the pitch, but you've got, you know. I don't know any of the other England bowlers who are not doing it. The other end, you've got Craig Overton or a uh, uh, Chris Walks or a you know any broad is not in good form and they're leaking runs at the other end. It takes the pressure off, and then mm. all the all Australia are going to do block Wood out until he gets tired and injured, and that that's England's that's going to be where England struggle. I think is to take twenty wickets in a Test match, but I think Wood will if he's fit. Wood for me is England's top wicket taker. If he if he stays fit for long enough, I hope so. Yeah. So really, we're relying on Brute <clears throat> Wood and Burns and some and some standout Benson, performances Benson, from Bearstow and Anderson yeah. Broad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be really tough though for England. I really do. Well, shall we? Shall we have a look at the Australian team next week? Have they released that's, their squad yet? That's like a plan. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. I don't know if they'll announce their squad in the same sort of way, but we can go through who the likely players are, even if they haven't yeah. made that announcement. But I still think it's it's a, it's a good team from England in terms so. of the players that they might have missed taking because of all the COVID restrictions and everything. You know, it could have mm. been a lot of a weak, a lot weaker team. However, it's not strong enough to compete for me. But we'll have a look at the Australians next week, and we'll. See how what we think of them. Sounds good. Right. Shall we move on? Yes. We've got, we've got two other more positive bits. Not that wasn't positive, but we've got two more positive um, stories in the news over the last week or so. Um, and the first one is and a record has been broken. The youngest player to ever hit an international century. What? I know, I know. 16 years old and zero oh, on an actual 16th birthday. Amy Hunter gets 121 for Ireland. Um, 121 yes. not out, I, I should say as well. It's you know, in, a, in a 50-over match, which is just insane. Um, and helped them on the way to an extremely comfortable 85-run win over Zimbabwe. But Amazing. Yeah, record at 16 years old as well. Absolutely crazy. That is just mental, isn't it? A hundred and... What was this? hundred and twenty? hundred and twenty-one not out. hundred and twenty-one not out. Yeah. Absolutely. One day. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... What she, didn't open, she didn't open the batting either, you know. She was she, she, she didn't come in, like, to start. She came in in number three, so she wasn't in for, like, the first, like... Uh, what was it, eight overs? Yeah, she came in midway through the eighth over. I was like, <laughs> and still hits 121 out. I was like, man alive. That is some talent that she has. I'm going to have to have a look at the highlights of that because I bet she was smacking Zimbabwe all over the place. I bet the crowd were loving it. What yep. what a thing to witness. I know. I know. In, 
any cricket game on a one day for someone to get a century. And not only that, but to be the youngest player to do it on their birthday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Amazing. So smashing stuff. Um, and the final bit before we get to the Empire Strikes Back is... Well, so we we got quite excited about Cricket 19, the game, didn't we, when it was out? Yes. We played a few games, we did a few live streams. Um, not sure I ever lost my undefeated title to you. Not sure I did. Uh, maybe once, possibly. I can't really remember. However, there's a new version coming. So it's all up for grabs again. My, my crown is going to be on the line. Cricket 22 is coming. So it's from the same makers. Um... It is going to be out next month, so just in time for everyone to get excited and think about the Ashes and, you know, play that early in the evening when you're waiting for, like, 2 a.m. start times for the for the Ashes to get going. But, um, yeah, it's going to be – it's there's new bowling and fielding controls and there's all kinds of – yeah, there are all kinds of things that they've, they've said. It looks – in terms of the graphics and stuff, it looks a lot better. Um, so, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what um, – what that is like to play. So when that is out, we'll be purchasing. We'll set Absolutely. time aside. We will, um, yeah, get get a bit of uh, get a bit get a bit of uh, cricket twenty two going. I think we'll get some streams going and and some <clears throat> exciting news as well, which the cricket nineteen didn't have. Is is it's going to be um, kind of introducing stuff like the Big Bash, um, Caribbean Premier League, and the hundred as well. Involved in there, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, so, that's so be fun. Yeah, that's um, that's all good things to excite about. I hope they have tuned up some of the mechanics and um, controls. In there the was game. Some, no, I'm not making excuses. There was some definite glitchy stuff happening in Cricket 19. I do remember, and I'm pretty sure it evened itself out where I would literally destroy your stumps, and then you would run, and it would just count it as a run for you. And I was like, well, what? Does that- Ball out doesn't count anymore. I definitely caught you out a couple of times that didn't count. I was like, I don't know what's happening here. I think you just dropped the mate and forgot about it, to be <laughs> honest. But. Oh, dear. But, yeah, so it looks as if they've, they've really polished it up. I mean, it's it's been a few years, so I, I would hope so. But, uh, yeah, there's sort of new commentators and, yeah, all, all kinds of different things. There's a career mode, which I'm always – I always love a bit of a career mode. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, we can uh, – we can, get some of that going so yeah 25th of november for anyone who wants to um look out for that and that's going to be on steam and playstation and xbox and all the usual fun places that you can go and get that so yeah good times we'll have to do uh, our own ashes to see we if definitely will anything. i mean we did that last last time didn't we and uh, yeah 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 we got to decide who's going to be. I was, but I definitely won. I can't remember which team I was controlling at that point. I think you were Australia. I feel like I was Australia, yeah, which gave an unfair advantage to me. But, you know, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll be Australia this year, see if that helps. <laughs> my, my sorry situation with Cricket 19 or any cricket game. Um, <laughs> right. Um, shall we do Umpire Strikes Back before we finish? Yes. Right. Shall I kick us off? Okay, yeah. Okay. So, this is the situation. Uh, There's a batting side. They need six off the last ball just to get a draw. So they're in a very perilous situation. Um, And there is a ball that is balled, and it's cracked, and it's a good shot, and it's heading towards the boundary. So it looks as if it's heading for a six. Yep. 
But the fielder um, takes off his shoe and knocks the ball out of the air with his shoe. So he launches his shoe at the ball, knocks, wow. knocks it out of the air. What do you do? Um, the batsmen oh. haven't run, by the way. They've just stood going, what the hell has just happened? But yeah, what do you give? I mean, for me, it would be, I suppose, is it like kind of throwing your glove at it? So it's it's an instant five-run award? And would there be a dispute to re replay the ball as well? I don't know. Um, I'll go with that. I, I seem to remember there's some kind of obstruction that's either four or five runs automatically rewarded um, to the batting team for that kind of jazz. So I think that would happen. And I'm going to say that, um, yeah, I'm going to say that the umpire might award them another another go at it. But it's probably wrong. It's probably just five runs and they'd have to take the L. But, yeah, that's what I say. I haven't got my sandbar already, but I'm going to give you a ding on that one because that's, no that's, way. that's good. Oh, apart from the fact that you said they give them another go at it, they absolutely would not give them another go No, no, I didn't think they would, yeah. It absolutely is, and you nailed it pretty quickly, so I'll give you the, I'll give you the point on that one. It is, is it five runs? Fielding. It is five runs. It's five penalty yes. runs, so basically they lose by one run Yeah. instead of getting the draw. So, I mean, effectively, it's clearly not in the spirit of cricket and you'd have to report it, and if that happened, there would be an apt... I mean, can you imagine that happening oh, in the afternoon? <laughs> and um, you know, Steve Smith launches his boot at it, and uh, you to be know, fair, though, would, I'd be I mean, pretty I impressed. I mean, I would, but I would, I wouldn't put it past them trying it. But, you know, it's Australia, you know, and they'll try anything. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, definitely not in the spirit of the game. But yeah, pretty pretty much spot on. Yeah, they just don't get the extra go there. But yeah, other than that, nailed it. Nice, nice, so. cool, 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 cool. Right, see if I can topple this one. I I, I kind of like this one. So. <clears throat> Batting team with wickets in hand, they're chasing quick runs to win an ODI, but the light is fading. All right, so bowlers appear to deliberately um, bowl two or three wides and over to avoid defeat. What do you do? (laughs) Ooh, that's really tricky. I mean... I don't know what you can do at that point, other than have a word with them and be like, "Oi, stop it!" Obviously, they're costing themselves runs, but they don't care about that. They're just trying to delay the game. So I know you can. I know like teams do get penalised for like slow run rates and stuff at some point, but I don't know if the umpire himself can do anything in the moment of the game. So I think have a word, tell them it's unsportsmanlike conduct or whatever it would be, but. I suppose I don't know. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. I, I'm I'm stumped. Wow, you stumped. I'm, I'm, I'm stumped seemingly him. stumped. Is the throwback to our role features? But yeah, I'm stumped. I don't know why I would do it at that point. Okay, enlighten me. So it it really is just about at that point. Um, <clears throat> it's it's just about protecting the spirit of the game, and you can't penalise the bowler for you know if they appear to be deliberately kind of uh, you know bowling wides but what you can do as an umpire is start saying as long as your colleague um you know the, the official that you're with and the batting side are continuing to play over the stated finish time then that's something that they could facilitate to 
to to mediate that if they if they believe it is and obviously to have a word. But um, yeah, there's not a lot that you can do um, apart from say, well, we know that they're not playing fair, so we'll move to finish time. That's that's wow. pretty much it. You say they can't. There's no. But there's deliver- not a lot that they can do, really. No. Wow. Yeah. I sort of half got that right then. I'm, I'll take yeah. that as a half a victory. So. You take a half a victory. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, I've then. won one this week, but I'm I'm definitely taking <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Although you hedged <laughs> at the end, so, you know. Yeah, I did. Hedging. I did hedge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll call it a 0.5 versus 0.75. All right, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, I think that's us. Um, but thank you so much for listening, everybody, um, as we rambled on about cricket, as we so often do. If you would like to get in touch with us, um, give us your verdict on the England Ashes team in particular. Yes. Do that on Twitter. We are on there more often than not. So on Twitter, we are at Wrong End Podcast. We are also on Instagram at Wrong End Podcast, or you can email us wrongendofthesick at hotmail.com. Don't forget, there is merch that you can buy, which I always forget to plug, but um, there is. Please click on the link in the description and you can go and buy some t-shirts and mugs and face masks and all kinds of stuff from there. Socks. Uh, socks and socks. Cool. Yeah, you can definitely buy socks. Um, and other than that, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Time. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.